Good morning, everyone. This is Jeffy Kennedy. I'm here with my first cup of coffee. Mm. It's a pretty day, so I'm trying it outside. Let's see. Kind of a north wind blowing, so that I think this east side of the house is going to be a little too chilly, although the sun's nice. Well, maybe not. Maybe if I get back against the wall here. I would really love to get a patio set up out here. I've been meaning to do that for years. Oops, sorry. Not adjusting my sweater. Probably making ruffling noises. I think I'll move this microphone a little bit. So I can zip up my sweater. There we go. Okay. Lots of adjusting. I'd like to put down some flagstone out here. To, I think, make it nicer, maybe make a little path from the driveway. <coughs> and what I'd really love to do is get like one of those canvas awning things that you can retract. They kind of make ones that look like sails, like big triangles, for um, later in the year when it's a little too hot out on this side. I think that would be a nice addition. A lot of things I'd like to do to fix up this house. It's a fairly new house. It's a 1994 house. But I have all sorts of things that I would like to do to improve it and that we've put off for when we'll have more money. <laughs> so we keep waiting, waiting for that day. We'll have more money. So in... In relevant news, <coughs> I applied for a job this weekend. We've kind of gotten to the point where I finished my taxes. I should back up. I did finish all putting all my taxes together uh, over on Saturday and sent it off to the CPA. And, you know, I did pretty well with writing last year. I did a lot better than a lot of people do. Um, and in the interest of full disclosure, I'll tell you what I made. I, you know, I ended up grossing about $60,000, a little over 60000 which is better than many, not so great as some. It's hard to tell. Some, I think a lot of people inflate their numbers and brag. Uh, <laughs> I could be wrong, but um, but for sixty thousand for two people to live on, especially with our current debt load, is just it's not making it. And that was before expenses. Um, I paid out somewhere along the lines of twenty five thousand to contributors. Because that wasn't all my money. That was like money that went to other people for being in the anthologies. Another 10000 in professional fees for things like book covers and editing and all of that sort of thing. And so then it starts to get pretty tight. Um, so... Looking at that and looking at what David's been able to do, and I think I've mentioned in other places, but I don't know if 
everybody here knows, uh, he has early onset Parkinson's disease. He's 10 years into the diagnosis, and he has very little progression. He's doing great overall, but he had to stop uh, with the acupuncture. He kept that going for a long time, but then he ended up with too much tremor in his hands, and he just runs out of energy. So it's hard for him to have like a full day of scheduled patients. So that's why he's been driving for Lyft and Uber, um, which is good because, you know, if he doesn't feel good, he can pause, he can take a pause and rest and so forth. Um, and with this winter being a late spring and a rough winter, things are picking up now, but overall the, uh, you know, the, Income is lower in the winter time here. Things, yeah, he's so we had a few lean months there, and you know, with uh, even though a lot of things have been happening for me with traditional publishing, you know, the lag on those monies coming in, I keep waiting to see if there will be more money coming, <laughs> keep expecting more money. But, you know, like a lot of these foreign rights deals and so forth, I haven't seen any of that money yet. So it'll come in, and that's great. But what it comes down to is it would be really good for me to have a salary again. I self-insure. Um, so if I had a salary job, I wouldn't have to do that. And then it would just really help our finances to be able to count on a certain amount of money every month. And that way the writing money would all be surplus. So, so we'll see. Um, Sunday, I applied for this job that I found, and I won't say what it is yet, but it was one that uh, looks really exciting to me and something that's unlike something that I've been employed at before. I'd be able to use the writing and the creativity and my understanding of the industry, so that'd be great. And then I would also um, get to work with a team of exciting, exciting and creative people at a good company. Um, maybe they would pay me well, <laughs> which is nice. And yeah, I think I'd actually be really good at this job. Uh, it would involve maybe some travel at times, going to uh, various festivals and hobnobbing with people. I think I could do that. So, so we'll see. Cross your fingers for me. Um, I was really gratified because um, I'm trying to decide whether or not I should name a name. I won't name a name. I'll try not to. Uh, one of my friends who is an older woman writer um, who I am kind of friends with. I mean, we've had dinner a couple of times and she's always been very friendly and kind and helpful to me, which is not always true of women, <laughs> older women. Well, I could back off and tell a little bit of a story that, well, it ended up coming up over dinner um, when we were have, doing my mom's birthday. Uh, we were talking about men and women in the workplace and all this kind of thing. But I ended up telling this story about when I was in graduate school. 
And there was a woman who was the head of the department at the time, who was probably the age that I am now. And I was 21. I went right out out of college, went to graduate school, zoology and physiology department. And one of the prereq courses was hers, and a course in ecology. Uh, which was, I was specializing in neuroscience, but, you know, everybody had to take, like, this basic ecology. (coughs) And I had taken an ecology course as an undergrad, but they wanted me to have this one partly because it was a zoology department, I think. Maybe because it was her class, too. (laughs) (laughs) I'm wiser now than I was then. I was more innocent and earnest. So... Anyway, I was not doing well in her class. I was getting B's and C's on the exams, and I didn't understand why. And so I was, like, trying to figure out what I was doing wrong and working harder. And we had this one essay exam, and it got handed back, and I got a B on it, B minus maybe. And my friend, Courtney, a guy, got an A+. And he was sitting next to me. And I said, Courtney, can I read your essay and see what I did wrong? You know, because clearly I'm not getting something here. And he, he was my friend and a good guy. And I said, sure. So he hands me his essay and I read it. And I put it side by side with mine. And I felt like we'd said exactly the same thing. So I handed him my essay and I say, what do you see that I missed that you didn't? And he read it and he said, I don't see anything that I had that you didn't. And I said, that's what I thought. So I went to the professor, whose name was Nancy. And I said, uh, I'm not saying her last name, to protect the innocent. She actually died since. She died fairly young. Um, So I went to her and I said, I don't understand why I got a B and Courtney got an A plus. And I think that we said the same things. And she said, well, you have to understand that for women to succeed in the sciences, they have to be twice as good as the guys. So your essay would have had to be twice as good as Courtney's for you to get the same grade. I swear to God, this is exactly what she said to me. And it was a real eye-opener. And I went and talked to my major advisor, who was a man. And he told me that I spent too much time whining and that I needed to work harder. And, yeah, it was, uh, I'm, I'm still emotional about that. It was, it was really a terrible thing. And I understand why women of that generation felt that way, because they had to work really hard. Um, you know, maybe harder than they should have been forced to work. But passing that on to another generation of women only make things worse, you know, and there's been a lot of analyses of these kinds of things where, you know, like the older male professors would bend over backwards to help the younger men uh, in graduate school, whereas the older women professors would make it that much harder for the young women. And it was like, really, you think that you are serving your gender by doing this? So anyway... Fast forward all these years, there's this gal who's, uh, she's not much older than I am, but um, she's been in business a lot longer. She didn't spend all the years I did in science. Uh, 
and she's a very smart, great gal, and she's hooked into Hollywood. She does a lot more stuff to do with Hollywood, and so she and I have been together a couple times, and she has been from the very beginning. Um, we did a signing together, and she's just been great to me. So anyway, when I was filling out this application and writing my cover letter of interest in which I explained why, even though I've never done exactly this job before, I think I would be really great at it, I totally name-dropped her and implied that we've had earnest uh, dinner conversations where she has explained to me things about Hollywood that are probably my, my weakest aspect for this job. And, uh, you know, and I have learned a great deal from her. And then I ended up on the next page as I was filling out the online form, I had to put down references. And I thought, well, I'll put her down as a reference along with some other people who could vouch for various aspects of the skills that I'd bring to the job. And so then I sent it in and I thought, you know, I really should have asked her first before I put her down as a reference. So I emailed her and she's a busy person out in Los Angeles working right now. And so I emailed her and I said, um, you know, explained that I was applying for this job and that I had put her down as a reference and said that she would be a connection for me and Hollywood and that I hoped she didn't mind. And if she did mind that I could just tell them that she's terribly, terribly busy. And I was kind of fretting about it a little bit because I thought, well, maybe I really overstepped. And she emailed me back later that evening and she said, you see, this makes me emotional. She said that it was great and that she would be happy to be a reference for me and that she thought I'd be good at the job. So, yeah, that was really uh, meaningful. Sometimes I think, what would my graduate school life have been like if I had had that kind of support in my early 20s. So, <laughs> I'm surprised that made me that emotional. So anyway, I think that that's a, a huge thing about being supportive. And you know, I did a, a blog post last week about uh, how someone had told a mutual friend that I was territorial about science fiction and fantasy. And uh, and I'd gone to my friend Grace Straven and I said, I can't believe someone said this about me. And she said, well, I think you should do uh, the whoop-ass episode of First Cup of Coffee <laughs> and say how very wrong that is. And I ended up doing a blog post and said, but... Uh, and I don't know who said this about me, but I think that's one of the reasons that that hit me so hard. Uh, because I have been involved with, you know, encountered these people who were territorial. You know, I think that's what Professor Nancy was back in the day. I think she was territorial about her position in the department and about being... <clears throat> who she was, and uh, she clearly didn't like me. She would, it was funny, she would say things to me like we'd 
pass in the hallway and I'd say good morning to her and she'd look me up and down and she'd say, you're just so skinny, so pretty. <laughs> like, really, Nancy? Really? Thanks. Thanks a lot. <clears throat> so, and, and you know, and looking back, I could see that she was a deeply unhappy person. She had a uh, horrible husband, horrible, um, terribly misod misogynistic uh, Wyoming cowboy kind of guy uh, who expected her to be home to cook him supper. And, you know, like she couldn't stay late for department meetings because uh, she had to be home to cook him supper. Well, we'd see him at gatherings sometimes. And he was just a jerk, you know. And I, she died fairly young of a heart attack. And, you know, I'm, I'm sorry that she was that miserable. But, and I do think that territorialism and jealousy comes out of personal misery. So that was why I wrote my blog post about that. I, um, I, uh, some kerfuffle out on the road there. Nice to sit outside, though. You just get all of the uh, various noises. David just left for to go Ubering, so that's nice. Good man. So anyway, yeah, for the record, I am not territorial about science fiction and fantasy. God, I hope I wouldn't be that pinched and miserable. Uh, I don't know why that person would have said that about me. But I am not, I'm not that person. I don't believe in being like that. And it was very helpful to have people respond and say, you are the opposite of that, that you are generous and helpful. Because that's who I want to be. I want to be helpful to people. So anyway, I have applied for this job. Cross your fingers for me. I, I will not stop writing. Oh, you know, I did both careers. I did two careers for 20 years. So uh, it looks like I would be able to have a schedule where I could work from like 10 to 6, and it's here in town. So I would simply get up and write for a few hours early in the morning, which is my preference anyway, and then go to work. Uh, I think I can do that. I might not write at the same rate that I have been, but that's okay, too. And so we'll just see how it works out. And then I'm looking forward to having some reliable income. And I don't know. Who knows? Maybe the first thing I'll do is buy some flagstone to put down this patio. So I don't think I ever said what the date was. I got involved in getting outside, didn't I? Today is Monday. March 18th, it's uh, my old friend Jillian Wilkinson's birthday. Happy birthday, Jillian. Haven't seen her or talked to her in years and years, but I always think of her on her birthday. Funny how you have those little milestones where you think about people. Wish them well, wherever they might be. Hope you all have a wonderful week and are getting all kinds of fun things done. Moving forward, taking names, and, you know, hey, being generous, right?
I'll talk to you all tomorrow. Bye-bye.